ladies, have you been led astray? Did you diddle where maybe you shouldn't have dabbled? Have you been unfaithful to your husband, wife, partner, main squeeze? Well, there's a judgment-free podcast just for you. Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity, hosted by Rebecca Adams, tells the stories of these women from their perspective, anonymously and without judgment. He got out of his car and tried to kiss me. I pulled back. I was still not wanting an affair. I was not sure what I wanted. Most likely, I just liked the way it felt to be wanted. This did not stop his calls. Several more weeks went by and we met up again, this time by the water. After walking and talking for an hour, I could not take the suspense anymore. I leaned in and kissed him. It was like fireworks. If you need to come clean, get it off your chest, confess your sins with no Hail Marys required, then Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity is the podcast for you. And remember, it's completely anonymous and judgment-free. Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe today. Raw Truth podcasts may contain explicit, sensitive, and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster and are not based on the advice of a licensed psychologist, therapist, or other medical professional. Listener discretion is strongly advised. What does the word ponder actually mean? According to one dictionary, it means to weigh in the mind, to think about and reflect on. On Let's Ponder with Rebecca Adams, we do just that. We discuss taboo and questionable subject matter. For example, size. Does it really matter? Or do you really want to know the number of partners your significant other has been with? Or what about stories of disastrous one-night stands? How about being in a sexless marriage? These and other topics are what we talk about on this podcast. Hello and welcome to Let's Ponder with Rebecca Adams. We are back for another interesting episode. Hope everybody's been doing well. So... A while back, I think it was a couple years ago, I actually ran a three-part series from a guy named Brian, and it was about him being the other man, and he also got into topics that he and his wife had gotten into swinging and things like that. Um, well, he's been a fantastic follower and listener of the show, and he sent us in another story and it kind of goes off of some of the topics we've been talking about, such as being a cuckold and also a recent episode of The One That Got Away. So this one is titled, My Wife Became a Cuck Queen and the One That Got Away from Me. This sounds interesting. So let's go ahead and just jump on in. Hello again. My name is Brian, and I wrote to you a couple years ago relating my story as a serial other man in my younger days, and you ended up doing a two- or three-part series about my story. Anyway, I heard a recent podcast where you asked for stories of the one that got away and were reunited. I have a story on that topic, although it definitely veers off from some kind of rom-com story for the movies or any kind of Nicholas Sparks story. 
So first, a couple of pieces of relevant background. First background piece. Back in the mid 80s, when I was 20 years old, I met a gal through my work that dripped sexuality from her pores. I had eyes for her, she had eyes for me, and we had this crazy chemistry. We actually hooked up at work in an empty room after hours before we even had anything resembling a legitimate date. I will call her M. She was only the second girl I had been with and it was very hot and sexy and we had great sexual chemistry. The problem is she was not relationship material at all. She was too free-spirited and flighty for me and too casual about drugs and alcohol and just, my humble opinion, irresponsible and not down to earth enough for me to consider her as girlfriend material. I am pretty sure she was also hooking up with a variety of other random dudes as well as me. We hooked up for a month or two and once I knew she was not relationship material, I moved on and started seeing someone else and she went on about her business as well. We remained on friendly terms and loosely kept in touch over the years and my original assessment was correct. She could rarely hold down a job for more than a handful of months never finished any educational or training programs, bounced from one minimum wage job to the next, smoked a lot of dope, I assume hooked up with tons of other guys, etc. Eventually I got married and had a couple of kids. Part two of the background information is, after about 10 years of marriage, my wife and I became swingers and we were very active in the swinger lifestyle for about another 10 years. After about 10 years of being in the swinger lifestyle, I was in my early 50s, was losing the battle of the bulge in the multi-section, and now shaved bald, and my wife was entering into menopause. Her libido was tanking, and she was rapidly losing her sex drive and interest in swinging, and to a large part of sex in general. One night, we were having a very open, heart-to-heart -heart talk about our lifestyle and our marital sex life. I told her I knew and accepted that our swinging days were pretty done and I knew that the final pages of that chapter of our lives was over. I asked her if there was any one last thing she would like to do before we closed that chapter of our lives for good. I thought she may want to have some kind of a gangbang or get with some real hung dude or some kind of group sex thing where she was covered in whipped cream with everybody licking it off of her or something like that. But after thinking it for a while, she said she wanted to sit quietly in the shadows and watch me with another woman. Kind of a hot husband experience, if you will. She's always been a voyeur and has always talked about doing something like that where she wanted to just watch, but we never actually tried to do that. I said I would see what we could do. That kind of scenario is actually difficult to do in the lifestyle as it is mostly couples and no husband would want his wife getting down with me while my wife watched but could not play with him. And single women are very few in the lifestyle and the ones that are are mostly interested in playing with the female half of the couple and the chance of some gal just wanted to get down with a 15 year old bad dude while this beautiful wife just sits in the shadows and watches is slim to none. 
So my thoughts turn to M. She may be free-spirited and flighty enough to try it. So I called her up and we started talking and reminiscing and talking about the good old days and how much chemistry we had. And I came out and told her about my wife's fantasy and asked her if she would like to get together and relive some fond memories while my wife watched. Well, by the grace of pervertedness, she accepted the offer. The three of us met for dinner. The girls got acquainted at the end of the evening. We retired to a very nice hotel suite and my wife got comfy in a chair in the corner with her vibrator and Em and I put on a show. It was great. My wife liked it too. A good time was had by all, but the story does not end there. With my wife's blessing, Em and I kept in touch. We got to talking about more adventures of our youth and the chemistry we had, and we began to kind of play, what if? It wasn't really what if we had become a couple and been together. It was more like, was our chemistry back then due to our youth and our hormones? Or was it because we really had a special chemistry between us? I made the offer to get together, just the two of us, and find out. Well, we got together, and I am here to tell you that the chemistry was electric. Even though we were now in our early 50s and it had been over 30 years since we had been together, it was spectacular. Frankly, it was some of the best I'd ever had. We would get together anywhere from once a month to maybe once every couple of months and sometimes maybe a couple weeks and it just kept getting better and better. Now, she was still a personal and professional train wreck and still bouncing from job to job and barely making rent in a crappy little apartment, but after a while, she started a new job again. After being at this new job for a few weeks, she emailed me out of the blue one day and said that she and a gal she worked with had got to talking about personal stuff and this other gal had a married friends with benefits as well and they were comparing notes. I will call this gal Jay. So bottom line is M asked me if I would be interested in a threesome with her and Jay. <laughs> well duh! So M arranged for the three of us to get together for dinner one night to get acquainted. Now, Jay and I did have some mutual interests and hit it off okay. Jay had a very nice body and was 20-some years younger. And she was not a bad-looking gal at all. But it was pretty clear that she was, well, I will just come out and say it. It was obvious she was a lesbian. She was cool with the three of us getting together and we made arrangements to meet in a nice hotel in the upcoming days. I was kind of uncertain of how it was going to go down because I could tell that Jay was in because she had the hots for M and I wasn't certain if she would really want to do much with me at all. While I could tell that M liked Jay, I wasn't sure how bisexual M was or how into doing stuff with Jay she would be. Anyway, when that fateful day arrived, the girls were going to get to the hotel shortly before me. 
Well, when I got there, they were already naked in bed. I know this is all sounding like an old penthouse forum story, but I truly felt like the pizza delivery guy in all the old 1970s porno movies going to the sorority house to deliver the sausage pizza. Anyways, I was dropping my clothes as I was walking from the door to the bed and jumped in. From there, it was four hours of a sexathon, that is, the stuff of porn flicks, and then some. At one point, we collapsed into a body pile, and the three of us had an hour nap or so, and then we woke up and went back at it again. Now, being in the swinging lifestyle for basically a decade, I had some threesomes and some foursomes and even did orgies before. But this was on another level. This was the real deal. However, even though it was one of the greatest events for me ever, I could tell that Jay was in love with M, and I could tell that M was really into Jay as well. They both swear it was the first time they had ever hooked up together, but it was obvious that they both were really getting into each other. So I think you can guess where this is heading. As time went on after this, I would ask Em if she wanted to get together again, and she is busy. And she stops contacting me like she used to, and when we would talk, she would be distant and have something going on where she just couldn't talk long. I finally came out and asked if she and Jay were seeing each other, and if she and I would ever get together again. She admitted that they were seeing each other and that she had feelings for Jay and that it would be too complicated if she were to continue seeing me. Of course, I was a bit bummed, but I completely understood and a part of me was even glad for them. Now there is an old joke that goes, what does a lesbian bring on her second date? The answer is a U-Haul. So after a couple of weeks, I get a text in the middle of the night that M and J are getting married in a few weeks. They had basically moved in together a week or two after our three-way and they were married within a couple of months. That was all several years ago and I am still on friendly terms with both of them and we will text or pass some jokes or chit chat on social media now and then, but sadly no. We never got back together again for any rematches or repeats. I have fond memories, and at times I will give them a little ribbing and tell them that they need to be nice to me because I was the one that got them naked in the bed together the day they fell in love. So that is my story on the one that got away, was reunited with, and then lost again. A little more information. In the early days of our relationship, my wife told me a story that when she was in high school, one of her best friends, who has always struck me as the pervy chick, had this boyfriend and neither of the friend nor boyfriend had a car, but my wife did. She said after school they would get in her car and she would drive them out on a country road and park there while her friend and her boyfriend would make out and get down in the back seat. 
I assume there may have been more to that story, but she swears she never joined in. But she did say she would adjust the rearview mirror so she could sneak peeks. When telling me this, she would always point the finger at them for being perverted and horn dogs and twisted. To which I would call her out and point out to her that she must have gotten her jollies out of the deal as well. That it was still a mutually titillating dynamic where she was getting off on watching and being there and they were getting off on having her there and watching them. It may have been pervy but it was a symbiotic pervy that benefited all three. So yeah I'd say she had this voyeur thing going back to when she was a teen growing up in a very conservative midwestern town with very religious parents. And during our swinging career, she always wanted to watch, but she was always one of the best looking women at the party or the club, so no one really wanted her just sitting in the shadows. I don't want to imply that she was inappropriately pressured or that she did not actively and enthusiastically participate, but the voyeur streak was always there. We have had FMFs before, but the other women always wanted her involved so they could rub up against her as well. Had I known the cuck queen was an actual thing, I may have done things differently. Where were you 10 years ago with all this wisdom and knowledge? LOL, winky face. Oh, Brian, that was a great story. Thank you so much for sharing. I love the way you described things. I had to stop many times because I was laughing. And actually, as I'm recording, my fiance's in the background. And several times I had to stop because he was laughing. And so I may not have caught all the giggles, but nevertheless, it was an awesome story. And thank you. And I messed up so many times just because the words and everything and giggling that this would have been a perfect episode for a blooper reel but it's not a patreon episode so I don't want to go there but I had a great time recording it and look forward to sharing it so I hope everybody else enjoyed the story anybody else has ideas for a let's ponder episode you are welcome to send it my way to rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com and don't forget to follow me on Facebook if you're on there I'm not on Twitter and Instagram as much, but I am there. It's mainly Facebook, uh, or you can just shoot me a message through email as well. Thank you all so much for being here, and I will be back in a couple of weeks. It looks like April 23rd, and that is for the episode a lot of people have asked about that I haven't released yet. Size doesn't matter. But we actually had kind of a prelude to it with a Patreon story, if you are a Patreon subscriber, about a gentleman who um, was married, had only experienced with his wife and vice versa, and she actually left him because of the size of his penis being too small in her eyes. So that is a story that's just recently released on Patreon. So hopefully those of you who are subscribed will hear it. I would love your feedback or if it's something you're interested in. You can definitely subscribe on your own. Just visit my website, Raw Truth Podcasts, and there's a link to take you there. You have been listening to Let's Ponder with Rebecca Adams. Your support of Raw Truth Podcasts is truly appreciated. If you haven't already, 
Be sure to subscribe to my other podcast, Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. This controversial yet no judgment podcast is a safe place where women can share their stories anonymously of why they chose to be unfaithful. If you have feedback or suggestions for future Let's Ponder topics, please email rebecca.rottruth at gmail.com. This podcast was written, produced, and edited by Rebecca Adams. If you enjoy the podcast, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts.